Hi, and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto, a Naruto podcast by the uninformed for the uninformed. Every week we watch two minutes of a randomly selective time of a consecutive Naruto episode as we try to figure out just what is going on over there. My name is Amy. My name is Brendan, and uh, Amy, what are we going to be watching this week? Naruto. <laughs> oh, again? All right. <laughs> Why would the answer change? <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. I want to watch Fruits Basket. So this time we will be watching um, American Dragon Jake Long. (laughs) A mysterious third voice, but who could this be? Oh, this is uh, DJ Cheesebag. Good lord. I thought you were going to go for DJ American Dragon Ninja Warrior Jake Long, or whatever his name is. No, no, um... That's never been my DJ name, uh, oh, wow. DJ Cheesebag. You um, can find me on Facebook, Instagram. I'm like, I'm getting really popular in the DJ scene. Wow. Oh, wow. So last yeah, week... You... Oh, sorry. You're really popular in the DJ scene. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, if you if you love some womp, 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 I got it. <laughs> and some curd, curd, curds. I do love a little womp, womp. Oh, only two. Mm. Respectable. Womp, womp. <laughs> all right so what did we learn last week oh man so much like just a lot of a lot of narration that i don't care to repeat but basically there's there's a uh, hidden villages and they're all element themed and the water one is hogwarts we learned that yeah and we have strengthened our theory that hogwarts and naruto are deeply connected deeply. and exist in the same universe and our group of mismatched heroes are on their way to tackle uh, the ultimate Hokkaido Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean the Horcrux? I Did mean, you call it Hokkaido? You said Hokkaido. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Which I believe is a region in Japan. Do you mean Hokage? <laughs> I meant Hokage. Nope, canon, it's Hokkaido now, but only the ones in, in Hogwarts. Just a yeah. little bit wrong. But in the immediacy, we saw that they were protecting and or working with a man called Monsieur Onion, and mm-hmm. they had yes. been attacked by Lana Del Rey, who, if fashion memory serves me right, <laughs> was wearing and you know it does. the most bitchin' outfit I've ever seen. <laughs> Give me those baseball pants. <laughs> Give me those cowhide arm warmers. <laughs> but not just that. What else he got on? You gotta <laughs> tell me. <laughs> no, you gotta tell me because I do not remember. <laughs> they were leg warmers too. <laughs> oh God. And no belt because he buys pants that fit him. <laughs> <laughs> you ninja can't commit a fashion faux pas on our Spelt no jutsu. My pants <laughs> never fall down during battle. Not the most useless jutsu we've seen so far. That's very true. Um, well, un- unfortunately for Lana Del Rey, his exceptionally well-fitted baseball pants could not help him <laughs> win against Detective Pink Eye, who bested him in battle and has him, as we last saw, at knife point. Uh, teeny tiny little dagger point. Yeah, I'll get that. <laughs> it's not about the size of the knife, it's how you wield it. Mmm. 
I've heard that in a chat form or two. <laughs> Reddit slash knives. <laughs> you know I'm up in there. All right, so let's hit the random number generator to see what two minutes of which Naruto episode we're watching. What is next? What is the title of the Naruto episode we're watching? Pause while we look question. it up. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. We're going to cut this part out of the podcast unless mm -hmm. Amy wants to fuck me over. All right. Six, two, one. And we are back. So we just watched episode number nine? Eight? Eight. Eight. Thank you. Called The Oath of Pain. And this was a fittingly metal episode. We open on the single best burn I've heard in my entire life. And I'm going to quote it exactly. Such loud snorting. But do you have a winning plan? No context <laughs> for that whatsoever. And then we see that Lana Del Rey has trapped our friend Detective Pink Eye in a water bubble prison. Uh, he hasn't drowned yet. Unclear how that's happened. But... We don't know how water works in Ninja Land. So then, um, Detective Pink Eye is like, you fools, your mission is to protect Tazuna. And he's yelling this at our main cast of heroes. And it turns out, Monsieur Onion's alter ego is Tazuna. And then he's like, well, surprise, kids. I've planted these seeds, and I'm ready to die. And they're like, okay, that's pretty metal. And they turn to face their foe who is uh, revealed to be Zabuza, the demon, which is not quite as catchy as Lana Del Rey. Which actually, isn't that Lana Del Rey's real name in real life oh, as well? I disagree. Zabuza the I demon? think Zabuza the demon, Lana Del Rey, would fuck with that name so hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's real. <laughs> Norman fucking Rockwell, more like Zabuza the demon king. Yeah. Don't call me Zabuza <laughs> the demon. <laughs> I, I will. Man, this joke always slaps. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, Zabuza the Demon King reveals his true form, and Detective Pink Eye is like, "Oh shit, the demon from the town of Blood Mist." And Zabuza's like, "You know it, ho!" And the kids are like, "All ready to go up and fight him." And he's like, "You fools! When I was your age, my hands were already covered in blood," which is almost a direct quote there. And uh, Detective Pink Eye's like oh no, something about a graduation ceremony. And like, Sabu's is like, yeah, bitch, you heard of it? Um, apparently the graduation ceremony from where he's from, the town of Blood Mist, um, you got all these students, they're out there, they're studying hard, they're getting good grades, they're ready to graduate. But, oh, one tiny wrinkle at the end, um, they have to kill each other and only one can survive. And then we end the episode on a nice, peaceful shot of some bloody daggers, presumably used for child murder. And... <laughs> And yeah, that 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 is the end of the recap of the most metal episode of Naruto, The Oath of Pain. Yeah, very metal. So I what what, like what I got from this episode was that Naruto is an inspiration for some of our most populated literature. Mhm. Mm Hunger Games. Done. Right. Lana Del Rey is from a town that invented the Hunger Games. This <laughs> <laughs> is true. Uh Avatar. He is from a town called Blood Mist. What's to say that they don't bloodbend or waterbend? I mean... Well, we've seen that they waterbend. So but do they bloodbend, Amy? I don't... I mean, the town is called Blood Mist. So is that... 
is that mist made out of blood or yeah if you think people... about that that doesn't really make much sense no it sounds scary but also just confusing so isn't blood mostly water anyways can I can I pause it? Can I can I bring uh, it to the table? It is 55% water, sort of. Wow. Plasma. Yes, Amy. I think that we should explore the possibility that Detective Pinkai is part shark. <laughs> oh, because he can breathe underwater. <laughs> because he can breathe underwater, but also okay. we've never seen his teeth. <laughs> also, he's never <laughs> explicitly told us that he's not a shark. So that's a little suspicious to me. Whenever I watch any piece of media, I'm talking Jane the Virgin. I'm talking Game <laughs> of Thrones. If I don't hear them explicitly say that they're not part shark. That's a shark boy. That's shark boy. And, and I would say Lava Girl, but it's yeah, a blood Have you, have you seen Shark Boy and Lava Girl? They walk up and Shark Boy's like, yo, what's up? I'm Shark Boy. And then the other one goes, what's up? I'm not a shark. I'm Lava Girl. Yeah, Arya's cool and all, but I haven't seen her teeth, so can't <laughs> confirm that she's not a shark. <laughs> Alright, that's I've canon. I've seen every single season of Friends. <laughs> Pretty sure all of them are sharks. <laughs> Seinfeld starts with an S. Do you see the things <laughs> It's all connected. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but also that, and like, you know, if fox demons are a thing, who's to say that Kakashi's parents didn't just fuck a shark demon at some point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe he is. Maybe... Who's, to, who's to say? <laughs> maybe Detective Pink Eye no, is the shark I'm demon. So just like Lana Del Rey is Zabuza, the demon the demon. demon. <laughs> Double D. Double D in the house. <laughs> oh, she's, he's got so many fun names. Oh my goodness. So many you choose from. Um, uh, but all posits of Kakashi aside, I think that the main thing that we learned is that there are far worse places to grow up than the <laughs> village that Naruto grew up in. Because I'm pretty willing to bet that if Blood Mist Town had a demon fox, they would not stop at just, you know, brutally ignoring him for the first 12 years of his life. Wait, also, yeah. I have a series of questions about Blood Mist Town. All the children we've seen so far in this show are ninjas, right? That's just kind of like, everyone's just a ninja. That's that's kind of the whole shit. Yeah, I think so. So, mm -hmm. if Blood Mist Town, every time, like, a graduating class gets to be that age, they have to kill each other, is their population, like, six? <laughs> that's not sustainable. Maybe it's, like, maybe it's, like, a Phantom Menace situation, where the people okay. of Nabu elect children to be the Hokage, because they think that children are the wisest. So much like we, there are no old people in Kanoha because the eldest, you know, has to. You have to fight your way up. You have to fight your way all up. All the older people, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the youngest people, all the adults fight the youngest. I, it's. Hey, it's Amy, what do you think the Phantom Menace is about? <laughs> I'm not referring to the young people fighting each other. I'm referring to the fact that the people of Nabu elect like a 12 year old to the throne. Oh, that's true. They do do that. I thought Princess Amidala was an adult, because I was, like, six when I watched that. I was like, oh, well, she's older than me. She's an adult. And she also had ridiculous makeup. So I was like, oh, that's an adult. Yeah, I mean, I can't see that from a six-year-old's perspective. Anyone who is not between the ages of, like, five and seven, you're like, well, they might as well be a hundred. Not yeah. baby, not my age, adult. 
<laughs> adult. Um, but yes, I think that Naruto's village is supposed to be like the good guy here. Mm. Yeah, I missed that Zany Leaf village. This episode was so dark. It was yeah. Quite dark. Okay, I have a very important question. This episode is titled The Oath of Pain, and we didn't get to that part at all, but I would love to know what that oath was. I assume it was to kill all of the other children in your graduating year. No, 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 no. No, yeah, probably. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's the kids having to give up on the fact that they're not fighting this battle to save Monsieur Onion's life. They are fighting this battle just in an all-out war. Monsieur Onion is just a casualty in all this. Man. But, 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 okay, wait, 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 hold on, you're onto something here. So, we've basically, in the dialogue, they admitted, they're like, yeah, Monsieur Onion, he a goner. But what he said is that I've planted a seed. So, you know what's going to happen for the next episode? A brand new monster Onion's going to grow out of the ground and take his place. Oh my place. god, you are totally right. That is absolutely <laughs> how new Monster Onions are born. Yeah. So, there was seven, seven minutes left in this episode. I can only conclude that they're able to rescue Detective Pink Eye, but only with a noble sacrifice from Monsieur Onion. But, not to fret, next episode we're going to meet Monsieur Onion number two. Monsieur <laughs> Yang Yun. <laughs> Young, young, young. That's easy to say. Oh, what a little sprout. <laughs> Just a little, little beanstalk of a man with a hat. Let's watch. Devastating. It wasn't meant to be an insult. Um, okay. Such that snorting, but do you have a winning plan? So what have we learned? Number one, Devastating. blood mist sounds scary, but means nothing. Number two. <laughs> Lana Del Rey is also known as the Booth Demon, who, and she also had to murder, sorry, he also murdered every single one of the people in his graduating class. Number three. Um, your boy, Detective Pink Eye, is a shark. That's canon now. Part shark. Sorry, part shark. Um, and number four, um, our poor boy, Monsieur Ognon, nobly sacrificed himself to save our shark friend, but will be replaced by his son. Tazuna too. Before we move on to the next episode, what if I it's do. It's Monsieur Onion, and it's gonna be Monsieur. Oh my god, we've been saying yun. it wrong this whole time. Oh my god, do you think that that's how they greet each other? Like when they meet other Onion people, like Onion, Onion with you as well. We are all one Onion. Oh, he's god the party it. monster. He's Funyun. God damn it! <laughs> you know, Brendan, onions have layers. Listen, that guy has done some serious walking. That's Monsieur Bunyan. Monsieur Onion better run young, am I right? Oh, Lord. And we should run. Wait, wait, wait. Before we move on, I got one more thing. I got one more thing I got to bring up. Oh. Um, so... Is it another pun? Because I have one. If it's if it's a green no, onion, Mari... they call him Monsieur Shrek. Ma Sorry, Mari. It's not another pun yon. Um, It's actually a question. Ooh. Um, so this episode opens with the best diss I've ever heard in my entire life. The mm -hmm. such bad snorting. But do you have a winning plan? I can only assume that was just the end of a rap battle he was having with Naruto. What do you think Naruto's line was? I've got a deviated septum. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
if that was his insult, I have a deviated septum. <laughs> was that a reference to something? No. Yeah, because he's snorting. Because he's snorting. So people with deviated septums, they... They, um... They, they breathe louder, and they also have an issue with snoring and snorting. Oh, so... I can just imagine this scene unfold. They're gonna like rescue their friend Detective Pink Eye in a rap battle, and Sasuke's like, "All right, lay down some bars, Naruto." I've got a deviated septum, and they just look at him like, "I came here to kick ass and breathe silently, and I'm all out of silent breaths." <laughs> shit that Lana Del Rey has going on with their outfit and Naruto <laughs> goes after his own septum. No, I can only assume it was in response to a particularly devastating burn that Lana Del Rey delivered about his you know, loud snorting situation. Oh lord. Shall we run Yon into the next episode? <laughs> Well, yes. Call me a phone yon because that sounds like a great plan. That sounds like a great idea. Onion. <laughs> okay, so the next the next episode we are going to watch is Kakashi Shutting Gun Warrior at sixteen fourteen. Catch us on the flip side. Flippity flip. <laughs> Okay, so we are back from watching our two minutes. Here's what we saw. There's a new character. Uh, anybody got any kind of fun, zippy nicknames? The only thing I can come up with is No Face. No, he's got a face, just under a mask. Um, a track. So Mary- Jim Carrey's The Mask. <laughs> but Jim- the full title is Jim Carrey's The Mask. <laughs> Who we will be referring to as Jim Carrey's The Mask. Jim Carrey's The Mask says that he's been waiting a long time to kill Lana Del Rey, the artist formerly known as Zabuza the Demon. Uh, there's Naruto looks very distressed about the fact that Zabuza the Demon is totally dead. And he, <coughs> he runs over to uh, Jim Carrey's The Mask 2000. It is important to note that Jim Carrey's The Mask is wearing a mask. That's what that name he came from. He is wearing a mask. Um, but we also learn a lot of stuff about what the ninja villages do to rogue ninja. So Jim Carrey's The Mask is something called a tracker ninja, whose entire job purpose is to track down rogue ninja, such as Lana Del Rey, who flee the village and kill them in order to prevent them from leaking the secrets of the village from where they came from. Yeah. Anything else? Um, I have, I have beef with Naruto in this episode. He's a little shit. Because we only get two minutes, precious two minutes of screen time. And the first, like, 30 seconds is them explaining what a tracker ninja is. Which, you know what? Useful information. I'm here for it. And then our dumb boy Naruto spends a minute and 30 seconds looking around. Looking at the dead body. Dead body. Looking up (coughs) at the tracker ninja. Looking back. Looking up. And then loudly yells, what are you? He's a tracker ninja. They just explained it. So much of this episode was said with their eyes and not with their mouths. 
I mean, Naruto has such main character in an anime energy in that he just wastes most of his time going <laughs> off on, like, stupid rants that the audience is like, are you... Did we not cover this ten episodes ago? <laughs> That's our boy. <laughs> um, also, maybe to address the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Zabuza slash Lana Del Rey is not dead. Mari, he's super dead. Not dead. Um, All right. Who dies with their eyes wide open and their eyebrows Most... in like a questioning stare, waiting, terrified for death? Obviously someone who has just been killed by a ninja, because the whole point of ninja is that you don't see them coming. No. All right, um, I would like to, to call the trial of is Zabuza actually dead or not? Um, Mari, what's your, what's your evidence? Please uh, lay that before the my court. My evidence... Okay, his eyes were open on the ground, and also his eyebrows were very clearly <laughs> in an evocative state. You do not die with your eyebrows still clenched. The face relaxes. That was not a relaxed face. That was a, oh shit, I'm going to die. The assassin has come for me. Number two, we keep getting flashes to him. I do not think that we would keep getting flashes to this like dead body in a conversation about like, oh yeah, are you going to kill this guy? Yeah, I'm totally going to kill this guy if he was already dead. And number three, um, I don't want him to be. <laughs> <laughs> my, my number one argument is that uh, Jim Carrey's The Mask did say in the past tense that they killed Zabuza. <laughs> so I think that's uh, pretty strong. Incorrect. They said they have Sorry, been objection? wanting to kill. Objection. Thank they you. have been wanting to kill. Does not say whether that has happened or not. Judge? I don't know. Mari just made a very good point that wanting to kill does imply that it is currently. I yeah, w- Did right. he say wanting to kill or wanted to kill? I think wanted. He said wanted past tense. But I also, to be fair, if it's mean wanted, that if it's it. wanted past tense, I think that Lana Del Rey is no more. However, we do know that there are such things as body double jutsus. So I'm oh, pretty willing oh to God. bet. That since we went from such an intense scene of animosity between Naruto, uh, Detective Pink Eye, and Lana Del Rey, to Naruto looking really, really upset about Lana Del Rey's death, that there's a little bit of a switcheroo. I think that they're trying to pull a fast one on Jim Carrey's The Mask. Mm-hmm. So my last point in this trial before Judge Amy makes her final decision, which is weird because I think I started this trial, so I don't know how you just swashbuckled the judgeship away from me, but I'll let it stand. Um, I mean, my- she's a woman of pure power. <laughs> That's true. My final point is both Jim Carrey's The Mask and Lana Del Rey hail from the, the Village of Mist, which is Hogwarts. Um... What do they have in Hogwarts? That's right. A Patronus. Nope, that's not the right one. What's that spell? That pet- <laughs> the petrification spell, which name it's eludes a, me. Are you thinking of stupefy? Petrificus Totalis. Ah. Nope, I'm thinking of Petrificus Totalis. And uh, what does that do to people? It does freeze it them me. in exactly the position that Mari described. So he's not... Whoa, d- Wait, what side whoa. am I on? We I have forgot to, what side we I was have to back for. it up. We have to back it whoa. up. Because... If Hogwarts is the land in which children kill each other, oh in shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I didn't even put that together. 
I mean, obviously, oh, no. Hermione wins rolling. in her graduating year, huh? <laughs> yep, that's fine. Goodbye, Ron. Wow, that's dark. All right. I mean, yeah, that stands. That's that's just what the facts bear out. That's man. What are you gonna do? From but yeah, to tip, that's Naruto. Am I right? So, <laughs> so my my final argument as to why he's dead is that he's not dead. He's just petrified. Uh, <laughs> I mean, all right. Really, so, as Judge Amy, I am going to rule in Mari's favor since Damn. she had such a good <laughs> argument that in one of his points, Brendan brought himself <laughs> right over onto her side. I would like to uh, bring the attention of the party to the rogue ninja business. Because mm-hmm. I am interested in knowing exactly who rogue ninjas leak information to. Is it other ninja villages? Or is it perhaps the shadowy cabal we know as Big Ramen? Is Big Ramen WikiLeaks? Is that what you're is that what you're going after? Does Naruto have Google? Does Naruto have, I mean, they have Wikipedia? They have soda machines. Where does it stop? So, yeah, I think it's got to be Big Ramen is WikiLeaks or perhaps Sticky Leaks. Is Ramen Sticky? I don't know if it is. I went for the pot over logic there. Brendan, if you're having Sticky Ramen, something's <laughs> gone very wrong in that dining experience. Or has it gone very right? No, you're right. It's wrong. <laughs> Um, okay, and to connect the last episodes that we saw together, um, we see that uh, Lana Del Rey's got, like, sticks, or I guess, like, I guess they'd be acupuncture needles, maybe? Oh, I didn't notice that. He's I didn't got, either. He's got sticks out of his neck. So wait, so they oh. paused for, so they paused their death duel for a quick round of acupuncture and then got right back into it, and that is irrelevant to his death or not death, as we, I guess, decided. Wait, wait, okay. Nobody expects surprise acupuncture. <laughs> okay. Sticks okay. and stones may break my bones, especially if you stab me in the neck. This brings excellent credibility to your spell idea, Brendan. Mm-hmm. What if she acupunctured him and, like, paralyzed him? Yes. Like, he's alive in fear, but completely paralyzed by her acupuncture needles. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I love the concept that spells is just acupuncture, and then (laughs) afterwards you yell, Petrificus Totalis. (laughs) Yeah, did you not see that scene in Harry Potter where they, like, just started? (laughs) It's weird how Voldemort shot Cedric Diggory and then went, Avada Kedavra, bitch. (laughs) Listen, some kids are naturally gifted at being a ninja, and others kind of have to pretend that they are. This thing you could actually do in real life totally lends credence to the concept of it being a spell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just cracking up at the idea of someone, like, shooting someone and going, like, Abracadabra, bitch. Yeah, why is that spell so scary? Because, like, guns are real. That's not... It's not that powerful. That's Listen, true. they still use quills. It's true, they do. At what point do they teach the kids how to read? Do they know how to read? Meaning... <laughs> They're 11 years old when they go to Hogwarts. I would assume they know how to read. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think that they have a reading class. A better question <laughs> is, does Naruto know how to read? Oh, almost definitely not. Um, do we feel like we've understood enough of Naruto, or should we watch one more two-minute episode chunk? Yeah, no, let's do another one. I think that we should also... Um, another point I would like to bring up is the... Assuming that Lana Del Rey is still alive, but perhaps paralyzed by acupuncture <laughs> spell, you know, the, the line waivers. Yeah, that's canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naruto seems like... I can't tell if his conflict is in the fact that Lana Del Rey is on the verge of death and that bothers him. Or if, like, his conflict is with um, Jim Carrey's The Mask itself. Because, <laughs> like, there was a lot of tension in that last scene between Naruto and Jim Carrey's The Mask, and I couldn't tell if that was derived from him being uncomfortable that Lana Del Rey might die, or just him not liking that there was someone that he didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Naruto's got a lot of fear of strangers. We've seen this once, we've seen it a hundred times. He's also not a good listener. <laughs> I mean, he did deface um, Mount Anime more, and <laughs> I mean, those people were strangers to him, right? <laughs> I don't know who this is, so I will defile. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. That's the that's the answer. He just doesn't like strangers. That's canon now. That's a core character trait of Naruto. He's afraid of new people. Yeah, like, what are, what are the ethics of Naruto? Does he, like, does he think that death is too extreme? Like, is he not ready for Lana Del Rey to die, or is it that he's just, like, stranger danger? I mean, I would argue that Lana Del Rey would say that he was born to die, but maybe Naruto disagrees with him. God. Damn it. That was excellent. That was so excellent. Also, one final thing to note out, we did not see Monsieur Onion in this in this scene, so I think that confirms he made a noble sacrifice and is now in I think in we see form. him at the beginning. Well, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I think, because I remember seeing him and being like, ah, Monsieur Tuyon, or whatever oh. we call All right, then he has already regrown uh, out of the ground, and I stand it? all the way corrected. Okay. Well, I and think... he is born anew. I want to know more about what's going on with Jim Carrey's The Mask and see if there's going to be a sequel. So let's watch the next episode of Naruto, babies. Let's do it. Yeah, let's jump on this Hollywood bandwagon and give Jim Carrey's The Mask a sequel. <laughs> what is the next episode called? Uh, we are going to be watching episode 10, The okay. Forest of Chakra. We are going to be at 6 minutes and 42 seconds. On three, we all say what we've been thinking this entire two minutes, okay. which is... I was right. We were right. Oh my god. We were right! We got it exactly correct. There is no new information in this episode. We're so um, fucking dangerous. Y'all, I can believe that it's Naruto. Because it was... Oh my god. Okay, let's catch him up. Let's catch him up. So, this... Oh my god. Walk me through what we were correct about, babies. Everything. Number one. Number okay. one. Okay, take it away. Number one, um, the okay, Jim Carrey's the mask has something called a senbon, which is a weapon that has a low ability to kill, aka acupuncture. Needles. They said acupuncture in the episode. <gasps> Our boy Jim Carrey's the mask put Lana Del Rey in an acupuncture 
induced like sleeper hold in a state of near death into point number two Lana Del Rey is not dead Lana Del Rey is not not dead this is a quiet chant uh yeah Detective Pink Eye was like going over how the assassins like know everything about like the anatomy of the body and like their abilities like only if you get them in the exact right spot will they kill otherwise they'll just put them in a state of near death and like we have like this like crazy conspiracy that Jim Carrey's The Mask actually wants um Lana Del Rey to live and like deliberately only paralyzed him and moved the body and like just stuff is going so in one part it is very nice to be this validated and just like once a while i'll be like you know what we're on track we haven't gotten anything wrong so far but on the other hand we learned nothing because we already knew all of this (laughs) i mean i can't help the genius within i can't either i'd like to bring something new to the bit table this could be the start of something new it could be the start of something new. It feels and so I right to be to... here with you. Hey, come with me. Alright. Come over here. I want to show you to the interior decorating zone. Let's talk about what exactly is going on. Please do. So, this entire scene, Kakashi is lying on a bed in the middle of a room that looks to be huge while four other people stand around him and talk at him. The floor, what do they have? Orange shag carpeting. (laughs) Great. The walls, bare and empty. The only thing in this room is orange shag carpeting and a green bed that fits a singular man. (laughs) So there was one new character in this episode. It was just some woman who is standing in the back. And I think I can confirm that that was Marie Kondo. (laughs) Because that room was sparse. This gives me such timeline conflict. Like, I was assuming Naruto was taking place in this, like, you know, ancient village that just happened to have a soda machine. But they have orange shag carpet. And they have a woman who is in the background of this while all of them are wearing, like, their ninja uniforms. And she is wearing a jean skirt and a polo. (laughs) I put it together. Naruto takes place in the 90s. Because because if Hogwarts is canonical in the Naruto world... Oh, my God. mm -hmm. Harry Potter takes place in the 90s. Naruto takes place in the 90s. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And this woman was wearing the perfect 90s cash outfit. A long jean skirt and a bright pink polo all right so we've learned a lot <laughs> yeah Naruto yeah this takes episode place in the 90s and i cannot wait to see the ninja girl gang that is the spice girls <laughs> <laughs> yeah we haven't even met america's ninjas yet and it's just the spice girls i mean because as far as we understand everyone in this world is a ninja so <laughs> yeah, it's true okay so what else happened in this episode um their next step that they mentioned is they're going to start scheming and preparing to fight uh, Lana Del Rey, the demon demon. And then our boy, Detective Pink Eye, gives Naruto like a nice little bit of encouragement, which is like, hey, Naruto, you've improved the most. And then he gives him like a nice little participation trophy. And Naruto absolutely glows at the praise. It's very cute. 
he's just he's so starved of any kind of any affection i mean did you all see when they were talking about how they're gonna prepare for the fight and naruto was just vibrating he was so <laughs> <What? content> excited <laughs> I bet you any amount of money he's going to do the Shadow Clone Jutsu. And that's his entire plan. I will see you and I will raise you. Sexy no Jutsu. Sexy lady Jutsu. <laughs> A lady in red. <laughs> it's so a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not good. The uncomfortable oh, no, Jutsu. It, it, weird when I say what it actually is. Huh? It seems fair that Lana Del Rey would be taken down by a Lolita complex. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I guess in closing we are correct about literally everything that we've ever seen in the Naruto world and I can't believe that that's not Naruto. I can't believe that's not Naruto. It, it was Naruto. At this point it's mostly Naruto. <laughs> yeah. So, what did we learn this week, friends? Um, we learned that uh, Detective Pink Eye's real name is Kakashi. We learned that... He's part shark. Uh... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. He's part shark. Um, Monster one. Onion is now Monster Tuyon. Number two, Tuyon. Number three, acupuncture is real. Number four, rogue ninjas are a thing, and if a ninja ever tries to defect from their village, they will be hunted down and killed in the street like a dog. Number five. By Jim Carrey's The Mask. Jim Carrey's The Mask is working with Lana Del Rey. For what purpose? We don't know. Number, lost track. Number six. There's an entire episode just saying how right we are about this show. And most importantly, Naruto is set in the 90s. Spice up your life. (laughs) <laughs> I can't believe that's not Naruto I can't believe that's not Naruto alright gang well join us next week my name is Amy and onions have flowers uh, my name is Brendan and I'm just gonna say it's really fun being a savant <laughs> uh, this is DJ Cheesebags and uh oh no i missed your dj name that's really (laughs) rough to hear (laughs) and i think i'll just go out on that (laughs) (laughs) my name is dj cheesebags and i'll leave it at that (laughs) uh stay fresh cheesebags Thanks for listening to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. Have we just gotten the plot of Naruto so right? We have. You can send us your congratulations to our Gmail at I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto at gmail.com, spelled exactly the way you think it is. Or if pictures are more your speed, you can check us out at Instagram at It's Not Naruto. Uh, we will be posting pictures and screenshots of every character we've named in the show. So if our word pictures are somehow not enough to paint the perfect mental image, you can check out the actual picture <laughs> on Instagram. Or 
if you're 100, you can check us out on Facebook at I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. And finally, for all those who hate long format and love short format, find us on Twitter at Can't Be Naruto. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. While this podcast is meant to be a comedy, I want to stress that we do not intend to make fun of any names that we may happen across in the show. We do our best to pronounce things correctly, and if we are pronouncing something wrong, please let us know. Thank you, and enjoy... I can't believe it's not Naruto.